16 minutes now it is uh, before the top of the hour. We continue with a conversation we touched on yesterday uh, surrounding former Old Mutual CEO Peter Moyo, uh, who said he plans to take Old Mutual to court over his uh, sacking and uh, I guess the acrimonious way uh, that happened. Uh, now, Old Mutual yesterday uh, parted ways with Peter Moyo due to a conflict of interest relating to an investment firm, uh, NMT Capital, of which uh, uh, Peter Moyo was uh, a founding member. And it's a story we've been trying, I guess, to uh, get to the bottom of and try and understand. Uh, it seems uh, by way, I guess, of uh, the many sides to this particular story. And uh, one of the, I guess, entities that have uh, uh, certainly been uh, one of the dramatis personae, if in, I can put it that way, in this matter has been NMT Capital, whose founding member and chairman now uh, joins me on the line uh, to speak about a statement they put out yesterday. And of course, uh, I guess uh, how uh, things will unfold from here onwards. I'm joined on the line by uh, Sang Unzaluba. Good evening to you and thank you so much for taking time out to join us. Thanks, Ibonga. Um, thanks to you and uh, and your listeners. Gunam now. Gunam now. When James Chagas, I'm going to because let me explain what I mean. Glancing Gunam now is all. At half past seven in the morning, Old Mutual puts out a statement, very detailed, I guess, uh, to the marketplace to say, no, what happened here is that there were uh, preference dividends in arrears and uh, there were ordinary dividends that were paid out, uh, 30.6 million of which uh, uh, accrued to the personal investment company of Peter Moyo. And all of this happened with and then uh, Peter Moyer comes out and uh, you know gives us statements of fact that no, indeed, actually what had happened is that as we declared those dividends, Old Mutual also had a share in some of those dividends that were declared on both successive occasions. And of course, uh, it also stands to reason that uh, Old Mutual as a shareholder uh, through the um, sort of life assurance business would also have a shareholder. Uh, on the NMT board, who would uh, also agree. And, uh, of course, when dividends are passed, he would also be party to that decision. So, Gunam now in that sense, and, I, and, and I'm hoping NMT here, as the party that's been notably silent uh, but present, I, I should say, in this story, will be able to clarify some of those issues for us. No, you know, you know thanks, thanks very much. Firstly, let, let's, let's put some few issues on the table. Sure. There is a matter between an employer and an employee. And yes. I'm not an employee of Old Mutual, nor so. do I have any ambition of being one. So they, that, that issue needs to be sorted out by, by, by those parties. And I'm not speaking on behalf of any of those. <clears throat> Two, we only entered the space, and we have been quiet as NMT Capital for a long time. We only entered the space when Old Mutual uh, started to publicize, we are a private company, yes. information which is of a private company and put it in the public space. Mm. And um, I felt as a leader of this organization, I, I am duty-bound to protect the integrity um, of the company and the individuals around it. And that's why we issued the statement yesterday as some form of clarification of some of, mm. some of those issues. And at a general level, I just wish that both uh, Mr. Peter Moyo and Old Michelle will be adult enough and I'm using the word adult enough, mm. to sit back and get to a corner and resolve their issue. Because nobody's going to be a winner. Um, some of us have seen these this soapies far too many times. Okay, So as a South African, I just hope they will do so. But here, back in general sense, are the issues because they are out in the public sphere. Sure. Old Mutual has been a shareholder in our company from way back, I don't know, 2005, 2006, mm. um, together with us as the founding members. Um, and we have, we, we have had a very good relationship, differing over time because people come and go with Old Mutual. Yes. Okay. Um, and we 
we and then at some stage um we were raising money and they were happy to give us money in the mm. form of preferences uh, with all the terms and conditions we then agreed money gets deployed uh, they get a return we get a return uh, on more than one occasion when it was due for payable we went to them and to said negotiate. to them mm. no man it, it's not good time now sure. let's roll it over they mm. give us that okay so fast forward now to last year um, and 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 it is true and factual that at all times old mutual has always had a board member who is nominated by them who sits in our board so all these decisions have been taken with everybody present fast forward to whatever last year well no june 2017 unbeknown to some of us, they go and negotiate with Peter mm. about Peter coming to Old Mutual. Yes. And I can tell you now that us as his business partners, we knew it only weeks because one thing I would stand up for Peter is that he's an ethical person. He only told us a few weeks before because he said, because it's price-sensitive information, even mm. as my business partners, I could not tell you. So they go out away and they reached this understanding. Peter continued to be a board member. Peter continued to be a shareholder at NMT Capital, and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on. So then, Peter then continues to do so. And uh, we then move on. And we have had so many board meetings ever since uh, uh, Peter has, has joined. And let me put it for the record. Ever since Peter joined, we have never done business with Old Mutual. Not at all. Not even a single thing. We then um, approached Old, Old Mutual, uh, the chairman of Old Mutual, Mr. Trevor Manuel, on the 30th of May last year. Because we said it's becoming difficult for us as a company to deal with Old Mutual because we're used to dealing with the CEO. But you can't deal with the CEO because he also sits on the other side. Can you dedicate another person who will be our contact person? Mm. That never happened. We went to see at a later stage the CFO of Old Mutual to raise the same issue. It never happened. So, pack that on the side. We then went on and... But I want us maybe to just pause on that issue and we'll continue on the other side of this brief break. And, uh, of course, also just to uh, invite some of our listeners here who might have questions uh, for you to also give us a ring on 089-110-3377. I'm in conversation with founding member and chairman of uh, NMT Capital, Sangon Saluba, just to give us some clarity uh, here on uh, this uh, termination of employment of uh, Peter Moyo's role as CEO of Old Mutual. You don't want to miss this one stay tuned seven minutes it is now before 8 p.m i'm in conversation uh, as part of our business wrap this evening with the uh, founding member and chairman of nmt capital uh, Saluba. now i'm um, you were outlining i guess uh, the successive occasions you've had meetings with the uh, old mutual uh, prior to uh, your statement yesterday where you were looking for a point of contact and saying because uh, one of your founding members uh, and now, I guess, heads up the executive team at Old Mutual, yes. you needed an alternative uh, mechanism. The other thing I maybe want to draw your attention towards is that uh, you say in your statement for its part, NMT Capital has on several occasions made attempts to meet with Old Mutual representatives to iron out these issues towards yes. finding common ground. And this includes a meeting uh, with the chairman, uh, Mr. Trevor Manuel, which took place on the 30th of May 2018. meeting. No, in the, in the meeting, what the chairman said, he said, well, there's a committee that deals 
the matter will be presented and be discussed by a committee that deals with conflicts, mm. uh, which which we understood was a subcommittee of a subcommittee of a board, and and we waited, and there's nothing that ever happened. And nobody was ever nominated as to say, this is now the executive you must channel. Apart from that, obviously, we have always had people at Old Mutual at, um, who were dealing with all the other side of, of the funding and all of that type of thing. That team will continue to deal with it. But this was more at a strategic level and a shareholder relationship. Mm. As an example, there are times when shareholders must take certain resolutions. You need to talk to somebody and explain it, what it is, and so on and so on and so on. And um, that, that's the kind of a person we also wanted to make sure we can, uh, we can, we can, we can interact. But but then I have, let me just quickly get because I know sure, time sure. is expensive. Yeah. Um, unbeknown to us, and totally unbeknown to us as NMT Capital, we had sent a number of issues. One of them was to alert them, not for the first time, to say, your board member has resigned. Please appoint another board member. That's mm. one of the issues. And also the issue of rolling over of the preferences. Um, we had sent that information to them. Um, in the interim, we're running a business, we have a meeting. Um, and I, 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 I read and I hear this thing, what a halabaloo about Peter chaired the meeting. I mean, I chair meetings, uh, Peter can chair the meeting, my other colleagues can chair the meeting. And to give context, you're talking about a board of four people. It's not like there's a big high chair mm. and there's no powers which are reserved for a chairman. The fact that he might have chaired the meeting, he could have been an ordinary member, there's no substance or or anything which, in my view, at least should be attached to that. He was present in a meeting. We decided um, that there will be, uh, we went through the process of, of, of the dividends and, 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 and all mutual got paid their mm. money. So, the so, 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 so I want to say, Anfunisi Ambenje, that all mutual also got paid because I want to draw us back to the statement they put out yesterday. They are saying that the dividends you are referring to, uh, were declared in breach of Old Mutual's rights as a preference yes. shareholder since arrear preference dividends were unpaid at the time yes. and at the time of the second dividend uh, declaration, Good. the uh, preference share capital was redeemable. Good. Let's come to that point. Mm. Let's come to that point. At the time the dividend is being declared, we already have made a, 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 a communication to Old Mutual about the discussion about restructuring the whole preference share debt, which includes the dividend. They had not responded to us. When they came back, within a few days, their dividend was paid. There was never a question that it was never going to be paid. Not at all. So we can't be reading much into this was a breach. One, we sat as a meeting. Their representative was in the meeting. Two, they were paid an ordinary dividend. All Mitchell never came back to us and said, well, we're returning this check of this ordinary dividend because it's in breach of the fact that we have not received the other money. That's number two. Number three, they never raised the issue. At no stage did they ever raise the issue to say, hang on, we have done this before you did this. Mm. We only know about it now that they have an issue with um, Mr. Peter Moy. They, they never raised that to say there is this contravention. And also, they, as soon as they came back and said, no, they wouldn't prefer to go in this particular way we're proposing, we paid them the preferential dividend. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 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 I mean, I guess because this issue is, is, is central to this breakdown of trust that they speak to, uh, are you suggesting to us that it is factually incorrect 
uh, that, uh, uh, you know, what, what was in the statement of Old Mutual. And uh, moreover, uh, is there some cloak and dagger scenario here, if indeed those are the facts uh, that is underway uh, with, of course, I guess, uh, this uh, declaration of dividends being used as a ruse? No, 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 Ivan. We're not saying it's factually incorrect. Mm. We are saying there's an omission of critical facts. Aha. Yes, there's an omission of critical facts so that the story could be complete. That's what we're trying to do yesterday. And, and, and on, why would someone do that? Why would you write a statement to the marketplace in the sense announcement that came through yesterday uh, and intentionally, I guess, um, I wouldn't call it a misrepresentation of facts, but omit certain facts, um, which, of course, then implicitly, I guess, paint a different picture to what indeed uh, you are suggesting. Why, why, why would uh, Old Mutual do that? Why would it be in their interest? I, I honestly have no idea. That is why we came out and said, well, we don't know and we can't speak on their behalf. We don't know what they do, but we know what we do. We also know the facts. So let us get out there and put the facts out as, I am, as, I, as I'm sharing with you. Mm-hmm. I honestly have no idea and I have got no intention of asking them whether that was intentional or sure. it was an honest omission or whatever. I think many people in the marketplaces all over asking themselves, I mean, why would you know a simple error like this be something that's committed by seasoned business people like yourselves? And it's interesting that in your own statement you say that uh, uh, the statement in failing to provide sufficient information on the matter uh, subsequently painted NMT Capital and Mr. Moyo in a particularly bad light. And uh, uh, in light of uh, you being painted in that kind of uh, manner, what, what does this now mean for the relationship between NMT Capital and Old Mutual? And will you be party, uh, of course, to the uh, legal challenge that Peter Moyo is going to, uh, I guess, take to Old Mutual, or is that an employer-employee matter? No, 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 that one is an employee-employee matter. I think uh, the two of them must deal with the issue mm. uh, and, and, find a, and find a resolution. I, I have to tell you that we've always treasured the relationship with Old Mutual. And in as much as maybe some things take time for response, we have never had a problem of dealing with Old Mutual. Um, we've dealt with them, we've found solutions together as shareholders. They've gotten a good return on their investment and, and, and there was never a time where we got some correspondence from them to say, we are worried about these government issues and so on and so on. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just hoping that what will happen is that these two issues are going to be separated. Employer-employee issue must go their own way. Mm. The shareholders must go and sit and ask themselves, is the environment conducive for them to continue to be together or is it not? And they must be adults enough to sit and be honest to each other. And if they think they need to deal with the next future without each other, then they must get, get around and look at how best they can do that. And I'm confident that from a shareholder point of view, we will find each other because um, as far as I'm concerned, we all, as I said, we only entered this space because as a private company, we just can't sit back when our reputation is at stake. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I mean, one of the big things that came out of that statement is a one sentence, very short sentence, uh, and that's, this is the old mutual statement now. Uh, the preference share capital remains unpaid. And uh, I'm quite interested, of course, in uh, whether some of those negotiations of rolling over uh, some of those, uh, uh, I guess, the preference share obligations, whether those conversations continue and uh, uh, if indeed some of the developments over the last day or so influence those conversations in any way. Yes. The statement is factual, but what is missing is that they remain unpaid because we're having discussions about them, mm. which are known to both parties. So it's not like uh, we're delinquent, we've just switched off our phones and we're not responding to their demands. No, we are having discussions 
uh, both parties are aware of the discussions that are taking place. So, yes, it's factually correct, but there's missing information, which is, it's not like we're sitting with a letter of demand on our table. Mm. It's because we are sitting as parties who are having financial a rela- a relationship financially to find a solution on, 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 on one or two or other issues yeah. which include this one. Last one, Mshakas, before we let you go here, I'm quite interested, certainly uh, uh, for you gentlemen as, uh, I guess, uh, the pioneer uh, guard when it comes to black business, if I can put it that way, least of all uh, post-1994, many of you uh, alongside the likes of Peter Moyo uh, involved in some pioneering deals and uh, relationships here in the business landscape. Uh, what lessons, if any, you draw from this kind of experience here uh, with an instu- institutional investor? And uh, if indeed uh, you had an opportunity in hindsight to have uh, had this conversation with one of your big institutional investors and one of your own founding members who uh, was tasked with leading that team, would you have done things differently? I, I think it's a very good point because I think there are a lot of lessons we're drawing from this. Um, firstly, and I'm only going to talk about us as, as NMG Capital. I I think in future, if I were to have a partner who's an in, institutional investor, I need to be able to set limits. Maybe the relationship we had with Old Mutual went for far too long. And, and as you know, organizations, people come and go, and maybe some people you had original relationship with are no longer there, and therefore the other people might not carry the same sentiment. I think that's why. I think the second one is that I actually think it's important for institutions to get close to the business they are partners with. And that dialogue must never be lost because that's when all kind of things come up is when there's a gap between the parties. So the continuous dialogue between um, business partners must continue uh, and, and not allow any, 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 any space on it. But... Um, yeah, and, and on the other issues, I, I guess it's business. I mean, businesses, sometimes they've got some conflicts, and, but they have got to be managed in a mature way, and then we move on. Okay. Tibulala Akulu, Mshaka for joining us this evening. And, uh, of course, wish you all the best as you try and uh, to amicably resolve these issues uh, with the investor. And, uh, of course, it does happen in a difficult context here uh, of uh, a, uh, what has become an acrimonious employee and employer relationship. I really hope uh, next time I talk to you, I won't be talking about Unam Nawe. Master M. Plegas. It goes cool. That uh, was uh, Sangon Saluba, founding member and uh, chairman of uh, NMT Capital, uh, that uh, entity which uh, uh, sacked uh, Old Mutual, a uh, former Old Mutual CEO, uh, Peter Moyo, uh, was also a uh, co founder of, and uh, also uh, the party that seems to be uh, in the eye of the storm here and at the center of uh, the breakdown of trust between Old Mutual and Peter Moyo, and, of course, uh, the ultimate termination of his uh, employment uh, yesterday. Certainly an interesting one there, and uh, by all accounts, not the last you're going to be hearing of it.